Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back. Kicking off the 5 o'clock hour. We're getting ready for uh, basketball, a prep basketball tonight, high school showdown between Cathedral Catholic and Saints. And, of course, uh, Gwen and Chris broadcasting live here from Cathedral, our first uh, prep broadcast of the year. And hopefully there will be many, many more. Should be a good game tonight featuring a Cathedral Catholic, always one of the best teams in the county. And Saints, the number one ranked team in the county right now, and joining us uh Apparently, I guess he's on his way to the game, or he's already here. Mike Hopped uh, joins us, the uh, head coach of St. Augustine. Uh, coach Hopped, how are you? Nice to talk with you again, sir. Good. How are you guys doing? We are very, well. very, very good. And uh, I, you come into a game tonight against Cathedral, but it, it's a rivalry game. So is this the old saying, we're just throwing out the records tonight? That's always the case, and you, especially especially when you're dealing with high school kids. <laughs> Coach Hopps, you guys come into this game 16-3, and 2-0 and in conference. What what has been the strong suit of your ball club this year? Well, we have everybody back from our championship team last year and, and uh, a lot of veterans, a lot of guys that have played a lot of games together. And, and really what happens for us is we I think we do a really good job of defending and play, we play kind of fast, so that, that helps us. We're not big. Mike Hopp is with us. He's the head coach of St. Augustine. They're playing here at Cathedral Catholic a little bit later tonight and uh, certainly recommend you come on out. This is an absolutely gorgeous arena, by the way. We haven't even discussed how fantastic it is. Saints has another uh, fantastic arena down on Beautiful. their campus. Uh, coach Hopp has been there for so long and done such a great job. Coach, how would you say high school basketball and your job as a head coach has changed over the years? Well, I... You know, people often say that, that, they, that things have changed and kids have changed, but I, I'm not sure I really believe all that. I think kids are kids want to succeed and they want to work hard and they want to be part of a team. And, and so I think that's kind of universal. Where, where I do think it's changed is, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm 100 years old, but social media now plays a big part of how yeah. things are going. And, and the transfer portal has really, you know, changed what happens for high school recruiting. So and then, and then obviously the NIL and, and kids being able to make money and, and do things like that. Those are probably the biggest three changes that I would, that I would say recently. Coach Hopp joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Gwen and Chris. And, and Coach Hopp, the game has clearly transitioned. At what point did you start to notice the game changing, and how have you had to evolve as a coach as it seems like this is, is much more of an open 
um, type of uh, of play when it comes to on court. Oh, for sure, for sure, Tony. That you know, there used to be positions, right? Every you know, you you took a big guy and you made him your five, and he was your center, and then you had your next strongest big guy, and he was your power forward. And and kids will look at you crazy now if you give them a position. Right. <laughs> so so they, right. they don't they don't nobody wants to be a center. They all want to handle it and shoot it and and you know be able to to bring it up the floor and so and, and in some ways that is what's happened. And I think a big part of that is the influence of the European game, where mm. size really doesn't matter. It's it's a uh, you know it's it's kind of everybody does have to be skilled. Mike Hopped was a great skilled player in his own right. Uh, for those who don't recall, I certainly do. He played uh, at both San Diego State and at the University of San Diego, and I've been lucky enough to know Mike for many years and also referee some of his basketball games at Saints. I'm happy to report to you, Mike, that I'm working Valhalla Helix tonight, so you're, you're safe here at Cathedral High tonight that is a huge relief you know i love you chris but thank god <laughs> well i tell you one thing I've, I've i've been going back to reference some of his games back in the old gym at saints high and uh it's still one of my all-time favorite places how's the new gym and, and the new digs at saints been treating you oh it's it's unbelievable you know i love the old gym too but we used to have a joke. We had a family, the Dixon family, that had like 11 kids. And if the Dixon family all decided they were going to come to the game, it was a sellout. So just, just the idea that we can have people come watch our games and, and in, a, in a great environment, you know, a huge commitment by a lot of people at our school, our president, Ed Hearn, our principal, Jim Horn, and just, uh, you know, it's a $26 facility that, that is state-of-the-art and, and really has been great for us. Coach, I, I, where do you see San Diego basketball now? I, I know for a time it, it felt like um, the players that came out of this city didn't get a ton of love despite being really talented. That seems to have started to change a little bit. What do you what do you attribute that to? Well, I think, I, I think Tony, I, you know, probably, you know, I, I graduated in 84 from Mira Mesa. And, you know, back then San Diego teams never played L.A. teams. And so mm. when the state playoffs kind of opened up and we were able to play some of those teams, I remember watching Poway play Crenshaw, and I think the score was like 24 nothing Crenshaw at the end of the first quarter. And now part of that was, you know, San Diego teams were a little bit in awe of those guys from up there and, and the big city L.A. But now with, with all the summer travel, these kids all know each other. You know, like we just got back from Hoop Hall back east, so we played the number one team in Connecticut, and – you know, we had a good game. And I think what's happened is, you know, with all the tournaments that are happening and with the summer basketball, we're all seeing each other. So it's not mm. as big of a kind of an intimidation factor that it used to be. Interesting. Well, Mike Hopped, uh, our guest here, the uh, coach at Saints. And uh, we wish you a lot of good luck tonight, uh, Coach, out here at Cathedral Catholic. It's going to be a great atmosphere, great crowd, always fun when you two guys play each other. And, uh, I just want to congratulate you uh, on the great success you've had and, and for, really for everything you've done for, you know, prep sports in this county. I mean, uh, we owe you guys, all you coaches, a great debt of gratitude. And I know it's something that uh, you've loved doing all this time, and it's probably been very rewarding for you. It has, Chris. Thank you. And, and you know, in spite of the, you know, little jab about your repping, it's it's been great to know you too as well. And, Tony, thanks for all that you guys do for high school sports. I appreciate you guys having me tonight. No problem, Coach. Absolutely. Good luck tonight, Coach.
Chris, what are you out of the gym so I know when to show up? Uh, <laughs> I'll make sure I'm gone before you get here. That's All right. funny. Thank you, I'm guys. Have a good a, night. I'm a technical. I owe him a T for what he said to me tonight. <laughs> I'm already scratched it, so that's not happening. <laughs> no, I know. He's already scratched me. <laughs> All right. I'll Thanks, talk Coach to you guys Hop. later. Thanks, Thanks Coach. Good. Very good. Coach Mike Hop there of Saints. He must have. I haven't done a Saints game in a while, so we'll see how that goes down <laughs> the stretch. He must have really scratched He might have really scratched me. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, he he's one of the greats now in this county. I mean, you know, I remember when he first started. I mean, now it's it's like 20 years. Yeah. That he, you remember Trey Kell, who played at yeah, San absolutely. Diego State? I remember I mean, Trey Kell. He's produced a lot of young, great players, and uh, he's got one of the top teams in the county. But they, they say this, and it's not an overstatement. There's nothing like – being in a Friday night Nothing. high school packed basketball gymnasium, especially with two rivals playing tonight, it's not Friday night, but it's going to feel like Friday night here at Cathedral because these these teams love to play each other. Some of my favorite sports memories, and I've played in some some packed houses before. Yeah, right. Um, were my was my time at, at Poway going up against RB? Like those matchups, having a full gym is is really your fir- was my first experience. Of really playing under some eyeballs, you I would know? think, yeah. And uh, you, you just don't forget. You have about to those. be nervous or something Absolutely. your first couple of times, Absolutely. at least, right? Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I'll never forget in in a semifinal game against Helix. I was a sophomore. Uh, they, Coach Welch put me in the game, and I had two quick turnovers. I mean, I got ripped once, and it was nerves. It was it was it was being in a packed house, knowing everybody was watching, and just getting a little bit nervous. And, you know, from that, but. Those are those are learning experience that that made me better moving forward. But I certainly remember that to this well, day. I, I can tell you, my first referee game in a pack gym, I was pretty nervous going up and down. I mean, just you're thinking as a referee when you first start, and I've been lucky enough to do it for about 12 years now. But when you first start, you think everyone in the crowd's watching. You. 100%. And 100%. The funny thing is, nobody no is watching, watching you. you until you blow that whistle. Right, right. As soon as you blow that whistle, then everybody's watching you. All so eyes. you have to be careful. But uh, there's one good way to avoid that, as coaches would probably say. Well, don't blow your whistle, Chris. <laughs> but then, uh, of course, at the end of the game, they're mad at you for not blowing the whistle. Oh, where's right? the travel? Where's the travel? That's a travel. Get that's, his hands off. That's how it works. Get his hands off. I don't have heard that one a thousand times. All right. Uh, all right. Mike Hopp joined us there. Will Cunningham, the head coach at Cathedral Catholic, is going to join us in the next segment. And uh, we'll talk plenty of NFL football this hour. If you missed it earlier, Jerry Brewer from the Washington Post helped us break down the playoffs the first weekend of action. And uh, it was a lot of uh, the great super wild card weekend of uh, NFL football setting up the uh, divisional playoff round next weekend. Scraby's 49ers are going to host the Cowboys. I know one thing that might surprise you, Scraby. What's that? The odds for the four games have come out. Oh, I, didn't, I haven't looked yet. And the lowest odds is on the 49ers-Cowboys. That makes the, sense. That's the closest spread what of the it? four games. I think it's four points. And every other game is a little bit above that. I think Buffalo's four and a half. I think uh, the Eagles are seven and a half. And the um, uh, Jacksonville-Kansas City game is eight and a half points. Oof. So, uh, yeah, the, the Cowboy 49er game setting up as the uh, – is the most nerve-wracking <sighs> afternoon of the week. Dang. Set up the camera so we can watch you watch that the was, game. That was a sigh as if the game was starting in like five <laughs> it's minutes. Starting bro. in I'm six <laughs> days. I, it's still six days away. 
Yeah. It's already, she's already dying <laughs> over here. <laughs> it is it is true. I mean, even though the, the Cowboys teams change over the years, my childhood was filled with the Cowboys being the 49ers. It makes me nervous. I'm conditioned for the 49ers to lose in the playoffs to the Cowboys, but not anymore. It's change, We're changing the page on everything. Are well, you? Last year it, you it doesn't feel it. like it. I'm Last year, it. you barely changed it by, like, a skinny hair on your chinny-chin-chin. Yes, I did. Until, <laughs> that was yeah. a tough game. That was a year. tough game. I mean, Dak Prescott, if he spikes the ball to kick a field goal, the 49ers aren't winning that game. But thankfully that Mike McCarthy didn't know what a spike was, and so he threw the ball to the middle of the field so that they had to run up and they ran out of time. Well, we know that the 49ers kicked the ball around a little bit and got away with that at the end, and the referees couldn't set I, it I didn't officially see on time. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. one thing. 49ers and their shenanigans. All, shenanigans, I say. All over again. I got to say, Nick Bosa is, number one, better than his brother Joey Bosa. Ooh. But Nick Bosa the 49ers better break out the bank for him because he needs a new contract, and they've been telling everybody we're pushing this off till this next offseason. He's he, they better. I don't think he likes San Francisco. I think he's out. No, he loves San Francisco. I don't think he likes it. Think <laughs> you he just try to get under my skin. I think he hates it. They no, he does not hate it. I think he wants well, to they're going to lose. They're going to lose Debo Samuel this offseason, aren't they? No, they already signed him to like a three-year deal or something. Oh, they're going to lose him in three years then. Oh well, that's fine. I mean. <laughs> Just throw him away. Huh? Just throw him away. Well, he, he'll be all used up by then. So, <laughs> you right. what are the what do you what do you if you were the if you were the Forty Nine er if you're John Lynch, mm-hmm. what would you be thinking about your quarterback situation going into next year? What would you do with Trey Lance? You already have Brock Purdy. Have, what are you going to do? I honestly, I've been thinking a lot about this. I have no idea. I can tell what you what they're going to do. They're going to keep Trey Lance. <laughs> of course they are. They're going to start Trey Lance. Didn't they move up to get him? They moved up a lot. They, they gave him a lot of time. Trey Lance, if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, I think Kyle Shanahan's ego is going to get in the way because I, he wants to make this Trey Lance thing work. I don't think it have any. I mean, I guess it would have something to do with ego. But you gave up a ton. A ton. A ton. A to ton. move up to get Trey Lance. Yeah. And, uh, so you, know, you want to show everybody how smart you it, were. It's, yeah. it, it, at the That's very exactly least, what it is. I, I, you know, I've been hard on Trey Lance because I, I, I felt like you took a, a guy who took, got you to a Super Bowl and just <laughs> removed him. But in all fairness, Trey Lance got to play one game. Yeah. He didn't get to, he didn't get to showcase anything. No. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Trey Lance is the quarterback next year moving forward. Now, if he struggles in the first six weeks, it, where in most cases of a high pick, you wouldn't necessarily have reason to move him, you know you got reason to move him with Brock Purdy there. Yeah. How so. about the fact that the opening game of this season, to show you how insignificant an opening game is, <laughs> the 49ers, who are probably going to go to the Super Bowl, lost to the Bears, in yes. a monsoon. who are going to end up with the – I'm just saying they lost, they lost. to the Bears, right. who are going to end up with the number one overall pick as the worst point. team in the league. Yeah. That's a really good point. That was week one. Yeah. So all, all don't the, put too much stock in week one. If, if you're putting too much stock in the preseason rankings in week one, yeah. you're not going to be off well. No. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. It was great having Mike hopped on. We're going to have Will Cunningham, the head coach of Cathedral, on next. He can definitely tell you how how mediocre of an official I am because I just worked one of his games a couple of weeks ago. More to come after traffic on Gwen and Chris. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast Five twenty on the clock tony gwynn jr chris sello matt scraby we're here at cathedral catholic high school as they get set to take on the or excuse me the the Saints here at seven o'clock, big rivalry matchup between the two team two teams and joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Will Cunningham, Cathedral High High School coach. Uh, Will, first, thanks for uh, coming on, spending some time with us. We know you are a busy man in this time of day. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Looking forward to a great game tonight. Yeah, big matchup between uh, the two teams. Saints, obviously the, the number one team in the county right now, playing some good basketball. You guys coming off a victory uh, of your own. These matchups, a lot of times we talk about throwing the record out the window because it's a rivalry. Does that apply in tonight's matchup? I hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually it does. I mean, for the past, as long as I've been here, these two teams have always been, you know, top of the county. You know, it's always Saints Cathedral, Cathedral Saints. Mix in Torrey Pines here and there, but it's uh, usually one of those three teams that have been on the top. Uh, this year, Saints is uh, up there, and uh, we are certainly looking forward to uh, getting our chance to play them tonight. Coach, how do you deal with high school kids? Like a day like today, I mean, they go to school, they study, they go to lunch, they hang out with their friends. Then after school, they go in, what, a bunch of different directions, and you get them at, what, 5 o'clock, 4.30 to get them ready for the game. Tell us your approach with that. It's high school. 
So you're always expecting the unexpected. Mm. You know, yeah. somebody forgot their jersey, you know, <laughs> they forgot their shoes, they need mom to bring something up to them. So, you know, remember it's high school. Uh, it's supposed to be fun. You know, you're definitely doing, doing everything you can to be successful. Uh, at the end of the day, you're trying to do your best to represent your school and your family uh, and having a great time. Coach Will Cunningham joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Hotline. And Coach Cunningham, I, I imagine that that balance can be tough at times, right? I mean, everybody who, who participates in this type of thing is somewhat of a competitor. Um, but remembering that it is high school and that these are kids that you are hopefully molding into be productive young men, how do you balance that between the two of wanting to win but also keeping it fun for these guys? The biggest thing is keeping it in perspective. I mean, we've seen all kinds of examples of coaches taking it to the nth degree as far as the intensity. Um, obviously, we've had some things that have happened in the county within the past couple of years. Yeah. You know, we lost a young man at Torrey Pines. And so all those things kind of bring it back home as far as what's really important when it comes to high school sports. The camaraderie, you know, building uh, that team foundation, knowing that, you know, life is but a vapor here for a moment and then it's gone. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're enjoying those small things. And hopefully that basketball is a small part of it. It's not completely, it's not all encompassing, but it's a small part. And when you're doing it, you want to do it to the best of your ability. How much fun is it for you and for these kids and for these fans to, you know, I saw your game a couple of weeks ago at Hoover. I mean, just a Friday night in a packed gym. I mean, you got your beautiful arena here at Cathedral. But we were talking about Tony and I, and Tony just said he played high school sports, also played Major League Baseball. He said Friday night high school basketball game still one of his favorite things to be a part of. How much do you really just enjoy the whole atmosphere of it? Well, nothing beats a Friday night, yeah. whether it's football, yeah. uh, basketball, any type of activity at your high school where the crowd's involved, the school's involved, the community's involved. There's an electricity that comes into it. And so our guys get, you know, a little bit more amped up playing on a Friday night as opposed to a Tuesday night. Obviously, this is a Tuesday night game with a Friday night feel. We're playing at 7 p.m. So anytime you get to play on a Friday night, obviously we're playing the number one team in the county, you know, kind of gets your juices flowing. So we're always uh, amped up about playing, especially at home. Coach, how, how long have you been doing this? This is my 13th year, I believe. Okay, in the 13 years that you've been doing this, how have you seen the game on the court change how has it evolved and how has that challenged you in evolving with it wow game has its ebbs and flows i mean i know when i first started uh you know people were shooting a lot of threes and then it all just depends on the type of team that you have you're trying to build whatever system that you have to the teams the boys the young men that you have for that season it's nice to be able to put in something, but it still has to tailor to the skill set of your kids. So, you know, we've had uh, years where we've just played inside out. Uh, this year, we're trying to mix it up a little bit, and that's all tailored about around the, uh, the kids that we have. Uh, so ebbs and flows. Um, I think the game itself has certainly changed. More people shooting threes. Uh, hopefully we can hit our fair share tonight, and we'll see what happens. And high school sports in general, and I think basketball in San Diego, uh, it seems like it's getting better and better. You're getting a lot more attention down here. As one of the top programs in the county, you get a chance to go up and play. Teams from Orange County, L.A. How do you feel San Diego's matching up, and uh, is it getting better and better like we think it is? 
Well, that's a great question. Uh, to get better, uh, certainly on the kids that we have in, in the area, and I believe some of the programs that do get a chance to go out to L.A. and Orange County, if the teams do well, then that represents, that shows well for San Diego. Right. Uh, so usually whoever wins CIF will have to go up north and participate. And if they do well, then that certainly uh, bodes well for all of San Diego to make it so that we can get more opportunities to, to play against the, uh, the modern days and the, you know, the centennials and those types of schools. So um, I think overall we've continued to make progress. I mean, San Diego has a rich history yeah. of high school basketball. And so we're just hoping to kind of do our part in making sure that it, it continues to stay strong and hopefully uh, making it better. Well, we certainly hope to do our part in continuing to bring as many eyes and, and ears to, to, the, to the San Diego high school game. Coach, we appreciate your time. We know you got to get ready for this one. Thanks. Appreciate Good it. Good luck, Coach. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Roll Dons. <laughs> coach yeah, Will Cunningham. There it is. Head coach of Cathedral Catholic hi High School, getting ready to take on the St. Augustine Saints tonight at 7. JV game kicking off here in about three minutes. Um, it's it's – it's, it's so fun to talk to the coaches who are in the trenches uh, with these kids every year. And yeah. you got a, a kind of a, a bunch of – you got a little bit a gap in Coach Hopped and Coach Willingham uh, here at Cathedral. Um, but you can tell these guys are very passionate about what they do and, and enjoy what they're doing. Here, here, hearing Coach, uh, Coach Willingham's um, perspective – excuse me, Coach Cunningham's perspective – on um, keeping it fun yeah. for the kids. It, so often we get caught up in, you know, wins and losses. They and take it They take it really seriously, though. And it is – I love talking to the coaches before the games. Me too. Because I get a chance to get to know them, and they are actually always pleasant, always excited. But don't ever think for a second – that every single coach in this county doesn't want to compete. And once the game starts and the ball gets up in the air, it's it's a competition. And, and they they expect, you know, you as an official to do a good job. They expect themselves, their kids to do a good job. But that's what makes the whole atmosphere spectacular. In high school basketball, there's very very little in sports that's quite like it still, you know, where you can yeah, get right no. down to the roots of the, the community and go out and see a game like this. As he said, Friday night, whether it's football, it's basketball, it really, really is uh, uh, tough to beat. And if you can get out and enjoy a game, you should do so. All right, let's step away, take a break. When we come back, uh, if you missed it earlier, we were, were blessed to have Jerry Brewer on Washington Post. you get a chance to hear that interview when we return. More going to Chris on the way. Five twenty on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. We're here at Cathedral Catholic High School as they get set to take on the or excuse me the the Saints here at seven o'clock. Big rivalry matchup between the two team two teams and joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Will Cunningham, Cathedral High High School coach. Uh, Will, first, thanks for uh, coming on, spending some time with us. We know you are a busy man in this time of day. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Looking forward to a great game tonight. Yeah, big matchup between uh, the two teams. Saints, obviously the, the number one team in the county right now, playing some good basketball. You guys coming off a victory uh, of your own. These matchups, a lot of times we talk about throwing the record out the window because it's a rivalry. Does that apply in tonight's matchup? 
I hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually it does. I mean, for the past, as long as I've been here, these two teams have always been, you know, top of the county. You know, it's always Saints Cathedral, Cathedral Saints, mix in Torrey Pines here and there. But it's uh, usually one of those three teams that have been on the top. Uh, this year, Saints is uh, up there. And uh, we are certainly looking forward to uh, getting our chance to play them tonight. Coach, how do you deal with high school kids? Like a day like today, I mean, they go to school, they study, they go to lunch, they hang out with their friends. Then after school, they go in, what, a bunch of different directions, and you get them at, what, 5 o'clock, 4.30 to get them ready for the game. Tell us your approach with that. It's high school. So you're always expecting the unexpected. Mm, you know, yeah. somebody forgot their jersey, you know, <laughs> they forgot their shoes, they need mom to bring something up to them. So, you know, remember it's high school. Uh, it's supposed to be fun. You know, you're definitely doing, doing everything you can to be successful. Uh, at the end of the day, you're trying to do your best to represent your school and your family uh, and having a great time. Coach Will Cunningham joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Hotline. And Coach Cunningham, I, I imagine that that balance can be tough at times, right? I mean, everybody who, who participates in this type of thing is somewhat of a competitor. Um, but remembering that it is high school and that these are kids that you are hopefully molding into be productive young men, how do you balance that between the two of wanting to win but also keeping it fun for these guys? I think the biggest thing is keeping it in perspective. I mean, we've seen all kinds of examples of coaches taking it to the nth degree as far as the intensity. Um, obviously, we've had some things that have happened in the county within the past couple of years. Yeah. You know, we lost a young man at Torrey Pines. And so all those things kind of bring it back home as far as what's really important when it comes to high school sports, the camaraderie, you know, building uh, that team foundation, knowing that, you know, life is but a vapor here for a moment and then it's gone. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're enjoying those small things and hopefully that basketball is a small part of it. It's not completely, it's not all encompassing, but it's a small part. And when you're doing it, you want to do it to the best of your ability. How much fun is it for you and for these kids and for these fans to, you know, I saw your game a couple of weeks ago at Hoover. I mean, just a Friday night in a packed gym. I mean, you got your beautiful arena here at Cathedral. But we were talking about Tony and I, and Tony just said he played high school sports, also played Major League Baseball. He said Friday night high school basketball game still one of his favorite things to be a part of. How much do you really just enjoy the whole atmosphere of it? Well, nothing beats a Friday night, yeah. whether it's football, yeah. uh, basketball, any type of activity at your high school where the crowd's involved, the school's involved, the community's involved. There's an le electricity that comes into it. And so our guys get, you know, a little bit more amped up playing on a Friday night as opposed to a Tuesday night. Obviously, this is a Tuesday night game with a Friday night feel. We're playing at 7 p.m. So anytime you get to play on a Friday night, obviously we're playing the number one team in the county. You know, kind of gets your juices flowing. So we're always uh, amped up about playing, especially at home. Coach, how, how long you been doing this? This is my 13th year, I believe. Okay, in the 13 years that you've been doing this, how have you seen the game on the court change? How has it evolved, and how has that challenged you in evolving with it? Wow. Game has its ebbs and flows. I mean, I know when I first started, uh, you know, we're, people were shooting a lot of threes. And then it all just depends on the type of team that you have. Right. You're trying to build whatever system that you have to the teams, the boys, the young men that you have for that season. Uh, it's nice to be able to put in something, but it still has to tailor to the skill set mm -hmm. of your kids. So, you know, we've had uh, years where we've just played inside out. 
this year we're trying to mix up a little bit that's all tailored about around the uh, the kids that we have uh, so ebbs and flows um, I think the game itself has certainly changed more people shooting threes uh, hopefully we can hit our fair share tonight mm -hmm. and we'll see what happens and high school sports in general and I think basketball in San Diego uh, it seems like it's getting better and better. You're getting a lot more attention down here. As one of the top programs in the county, you get a chance to go up and play. Teams from Orange County, L.A. How do you feel San Diego's matching up, and uh, is it getting better and better like we think it is? Well, that's a great question. Uh, to get better, uh, certainly on the kids that we have in, in the area, and I believe some of the programs that do get a chance to go out to L.A. and Orange County, if the teams do well, then that represents, that shows well for San Diego. Right. Uh, so usually whoever wins CIF will have to go up north and participate. And if they do well, then that certainly uh, bodes well for all of San Diego to make it so that we can get more opportunities to, to play against the, uh, the modern days and the, you know, the centennials and those types of schools. So um, I think... Overall, we've continued to make progress. I mean, San Diego has a rich history yeah. of high school basketball. And so we're just hoping to kind of do our part in making sure that it, it continues to stay strong and hopefully uh, making it better. Well, we certainly hope to do our part in continuing to bring as many eyes and, and ears to, to, the, to the San Diego high school game. Coach, we appreciate your time. We know you got to get ready for this one. Thanks. Appreciate Good it. Good luck, Coach. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Roll Dons. <laughs> Coach yeah, Will Cunningham. There it is. Head coach of Cathedral Catholic High School getting ready to take on the St. Augustine Saints tonight at 7. JV game kicking off here in about three minutes. Um, it's, 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 it's so fun to talk to the coaches who are in the trenches uh, with these kids every year. And yeah. you got a, a kind of a, a bunch of – you got a little bit a gap in Coach Hopped and Coach Willingham uh, here at Cathedral. Um, but you can tell these guys are very passionate about what they do and, and enjoy what they're doing. Hearing, hearing Coach, uh, Coach Willingham's um, perspective, excuse me, Coach Cunningham's perspective on um, keeping it fun yeah. for the kids. It, so often we get caught up in, you know, wins and losses. They take it. They take it really seriously, though, and it is. I, I love talking to the coaches before the games because I get a chance to get to know them, and they are actually always pleasant, always excited. But don't ever think for a second that every single coach in this county doesn't want to compete. And once the game starts and the ball gets up in the air, it's it's a competition, and, and they they expect you know you as an official to do a good job. They expect themselves, their kids, to do a good job. But that's what makes the whole atmosphere spectacular. In high school basketball, there's very, very little in sports that's quite like it still, you know, where you can yeah, get right no. down to the roots of the, the community and go out and see a game like this. As he said, Friday night, whether it's football, it's basketball, it really, really is uh, a tough to beat. And if you can get out and enjoy a game, you should do so. All right, let's step away, take a break. When we come back, uh, if you missed it earlier, we were, were blessed to have Jerry Brewer on Washington Post. You get a chance to hear that interview when we return. Mark Wynn and Chris on the way. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Joining us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline, Jerry Brewer of the Washington Post. Jerry, thanks for coming on. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. It has been a little bit, and uh, it's funny. The last two articles you, you've written for the Post uh, pertain to these two quarterbacks uh, that uh, were in the playoffs, both lost. I want to start with Tom Brady because your article that, that you wrote today talked about him messing with the clock, and it, and it's about to get a little awkward, right? Because last night's performance, as my, my partner and I, Chris, were talking about, didn't really solicit – it wouldn't seem to solicit a whole bunch of interest after this season. Uh, what's your take on what you saw last night? Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw a quarterback who didn't want the smoke, right? Yeah. Uh, he's facing a ferocious pass rush. We get that. Dallas has, with Michael Parsons, has one of the best pass rushes in the league and just a great defense overall. Uh, but there, there were times when he could have hung in there a little bit, taken a hit, mm-hmm. and he decided not to. Uh, it seemed like when he threw that interception, uh, it, 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 it seemed like you just needed like another half second to kind of just plant your feet and make sure that you threw that into the stands, and he didn't do it. And that just it makes you worry about a guy who is, is that afraid, that, that averse to contact. Uh, and, and, and that's what I saw from Brady on top of the fact that as we we got we gave the Bucks how many chances over the course of the year uh, to snap out of it, and they just weren't that team. And they they are a team in regression, and they've lost a couple of pieces, and yeah, they would have to do something significant to reload. They just yeah. don't have the appropriate roster to have a forty five year old quarterback. And with Brady, you have to revise the conversation of how you talk about old guys. He's not mm-hmm. done, meaning like he can't go out and produce, but he's done from the standpoint of carrying a team. He can only do that for moments at a time, not weeks at a time. 
seems much more like Peyton Manning at the end with Denver there. seems like that's where we've progressed to, it seems like. Yeah, the only thing that's different is he doesn't have a major injury like, like Peyton had at the end. Nah, but that, point. that could be coming. Jerry, uh, you talk about the magic, though, of Tom Brady, the knowledge of Tom Brady. I'm still thinking out there that some team is going to feel like that he can join them and all of a sudden it'll be Shangri-La and somehow, you know, if they get themselves an offensive line and protect him, he can still make some things happen. But what happens if nobody really comes calling? Can Brady step out gracefully and retire before it looks like it's kind of just not going to happen for him? Somebody's going to come calling. Mm. They will. I mean, you're still talking about a league in which – half of the teams have an inadequate option at quarterback. And I don't know where Brady ranks. So you know, I'd have to sit down and really sketch it out. But he's still somewhere in that in that middle tier, Let, let's say uh, 12 to 18, uh, so, somewhere in there. And for a guy like that with, with seven rings, uh, with the, the kind of like box office appeal that Tom Brady has, Somebody's going to take a flyer, but the question is, is it somebody that's even worth playing for, right? And, and uh, it seems like the Raiders are perfectly set up to do this with Josh McDaniels and, and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller when, when he's healthy and Hunter Renfro and Josh Jacobs. And uh, you can get you can get the line uh, even better to, like, Brady's specifications, and you could see an offense that, that he could command. They also are one of the – five, six worst defenses uh, in the NFL. So I don't look at the Raiders and say, you plug in Tom Brady and it could be Tampa Bay 2020 all over again. And that's the kind of thing, like uh, Ryan Clark said it very, very well last night. You know, Brady is not going to continue to play to compete. He plays to excel. And where is a situation where you can guarantee that he would excel? That's the problem for him. Yeah, it seems to be only one team out there. We were talking about the 49ers are the only team that seems to have all the pieces that are necessary to make uh, a guy like Tom Brady or to bring a guy in like Tom Brady, but they may not be in, in the market for a quarterback. Uh, Jerry Brewer joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet Carlsbad fan hotline. And, Jerry, I, I want to ask you about the other quarterback, and I, I alluded to it earlier, um, and, and Justin Herbert, uh, who, who didn't play bad but certainly wasn't one of his best games. Uh, Chris and I were talking about it. This is a guy who's been elevated into the upper echelon of the young quarterbacks, uh, and, he, and he seems to evade all criticism, it seems like. What did you take away from his performance in that game? It was lackluster. Um, mm. you know, even in getting up 27 to nothing, there, there were opportunities and points that were left on the field uh, for sure. As we've seen, they they fired offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, so there was a lot, at least organizationally, that they felt uh, there was a lot to be desired in the way that he was being coached. Uh, so you have to factor that in a little bit. Uh, you know, you keep going back to you've got a big lead and and you throw the ball nine straight times. Right. Uh, I don't think they run the proper offense, even though he's been just incredibly successful both with, with Pep Hamilton and with um, Lombardi. Uh, yeah. He's done the perfect offense for him 
is power run and then utilize that big arm to have him throw over the top, not have him damn near lead the league and, and pass attempts. Uh, he's a tremendous talent. He's not he's not on that level, like you were saying. Mm. Uh, and I think you were getting at that. He's not on that level of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, just yet. So there are some 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 slight variations in the tiers, but he's right below that. And, and the question becomes, right. can the Chargers maximize what they have while he's at his best, or are they going to just play off and kind of abuse the quarterback? Because um, it was it was just it's a really disappointing year for Brandon Staley and that bunch, and they put a lot on that kid, and. and got him hurt and he played through the ribs injury and all that stuff. Uh, but they got to come back with something better. They have to be a, a tougher football team and not put everything on the quarterback. Jerry, the folks in San Diego were celebrating Saturday night when they saw the Chargers <laughs> blow that lead because they were like, you know what? Better LA than us. Is it, is it just possible that the organization, the ownership I mean, trickle down effect, that maybe the Chargers just will never get over the hump. You know, uh, working working in the city where Daniel Snyder owns the Washington Commanders, <laughs> I, I very much believe in that idea that there's just something in the way that, that these owners direct their organization that can either make it or break it. And it does feel like there's a bit of a, a curse factor there. I, I'm not sure Spanos that that ownership group really knows uh, what they're searching for. There are times when they should spend money uh, that they don't. There are times that they spend money almost as if to say, hey, we're not cheap. Um, and uh, uh, they, they just – it's very much an organization that just hasn't been able to finish. And if you're an owner sitting there – I think at some point in the NFL, you do have to say, I'm going to risk it all to try to finish. Uh, and I think back to those, just those great teams in San Diego with with uh, Gates and LT and Rivers and so on and so forth. And you're just like, man, you know, I love those teams. And you could say it was the, the Patriots that got in their way, but you could also say it was the organization itself that got in its own way. And, uh, yeah, I do still see some remnants of that. Uh, and it's amazing how that keeps coming up no matter who's coaching yeah. the franchise. Well, Jerry, you said it yourself. You're seeing it firsthand in, in the city that you're in and how much of an effect or trickle-down effect that has. I'd missed if I didn't ask you at least one commander question. I mean, it's the only NFC East team not to find its way into the playoffs. What direction – or I should say, is there a direction, even with all of the Dan Snyder stuff hanging over, where is this team going? It certainly seemed like they took us, at least it felt like they took a step in the right direction this year. Oh, there's a direction for sure. Uh, if you're driving down the street and you see a street sign that says 7 and 10 this way, that's the way you turn and that's the direction that they're headed. I mean, they, they've been that way the entire time. Uh, under Ron Rivera, go seven and nine, and make the playoffs. Uh, come back and go seven and ten this year. Uh, you know what? What do they do? Uh, um, eight, eight and one. Is, is that what they did? Um, yeah, I, think they, I know uh, they have one. They tie. beat Dallas, right? 
Like, I mean, that was a miracle. They, they, they were perfectly 500 in every way. <laughs> um, even, even with the odd game, they tied it uh, so that they could stay 500. That's who they are. And that's who they're going to continue to be until a couple of things happen. Number one, they, they, they got to find studs. They don't have A plus talent on their team. Uh, they got a lot of really good players. You think of Jonathan Allen. Uh, you think of uh, Terry McLaurin, who, who might wind up graduating to be an A-minus type of receiver uh, if you could get the right quarterback in there. Um, but they need studs. I mean, you've got to have some dudes, and you've got to have about five or six of them if you really want to be an elite team. And, and obviously they, they have to find a quarterback who's at least Kirk Cousins level, who they didn't love and, and, and let go to Minnesota uh, uh, previously. You got to find at least a guy like that that you can win with. Uh, hopefully, something better. But they're in a they're in a really tight spot because you look, Philadelphia, um, Washington has been stuck in mediocrity. Philadelphia turned this entire thing over, and now it's the number yeah. one seed in the NFC East. The New York Giants, who hire a coach every other year, right? They have turned this thing entirely over, and now they've got momentum with uh, Brian Dayball, and they're in the divisional round. Uh, and you look at the Dallas Cowboys, right? Like, they, they have had their lows, and now they've won 12 games in back-to-back seasons and have advanced in the playoffs this time. Those three don't seem to me like they're going anywhere. And so you're going to have to get significantly better and hope to have some bad luck, hope that your, your, your foes have bad luck in order for you to even talk about winning the division. Jerry Brewer from the Washington Post. You know, I remember Jerry now. Yeah, we're talking to him, and I remember he came on during the COVID. Yes, he came on quite a bit. And gave us some unbelievable time and interviews and a uh, tremendously thoughtful guy. So I'm really excited that we have him back on the show again. Jerry, got about a minute to go here. Uh, Cincinnati plays at Buffalo, which is prophetic in a lot of ways. They're going to play 20 days after the injury uh, and the uh, near tragedy surrounding DeMar Hamlin. The league seems to have bounced back from it. We're all, you know, feeling like it's a good story now, a feel-good story now. But still looking back, and, you know, is there somewhere the NFL needs to still get to to protect these players? Yeah, exactly where, I'm not certain. All I know is that when it comes to player safety, you can never stop evaluating it and trying to, like, figure out little things to make the game better. You have to continue to be introspective and not defensive and uh, you can't you can't make football safe just like you can't make a car crash proof right um and uh the game is what the game is uh and, and nobody's saying to like make football fundamentally different than what it's always been but what you're saying is if the game is going to be not not a contact sport but a collision sport you right. need to go out of your way all the time to be thinking about player safety. And I still think the NFL, when it comes to all the factors in player safety, particularly with the brains of its athletes, I think it falls way short of that bar. Yeah, and there's no doubt. And, and to think they've come quite a bit of distance, yes. and they still they have might a... They might be in sight of the bar, but they're still not to it yet. <laughs> no, not not even close. Jerry, as always, man, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us. 
Uh, we're gonna try to check back in here before we get to the Super Bowl here. Thanks again, Jerry. All right, thank you. Jerry Brewer, Washington Post. Great interview. Uh, currently, JV uh, Cathedral Catholic ahead of the JV St. Augustine basketball squad, 22-14. The varsity game follows 7 o'clock big rivalry matchup. Should be a doozy. St. Augustine, number one team in the county. Cathedral, obviously, this is a big-time rival. Should be a lot of fun. Quick news. Quick Ryan. news, Jeff Horton, the offensive coordinator for the Aztecs, he has retired, and Ryan Lindley gets the job. Former quarterback for the Aztecs, he is now the offensive coordinator for the team. Well, it's been fun. Hopefully we get a chance to do another one of these uh, remote yeah. location or remote uh, broadcasts. Um, until tomorrow, we'll be back at it again, 2 to 6. Have a good one. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.